This is The State for Tuesday, September 6th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. Welcome back to a brand new season of The State. To those of you who are new and returning, welcome. My name is Rachel Fulton. I'm a journalism student here at Michigan State University, as well as the podcast coordinator and a news producer for Impact 89FM. This podcast is a combination of Impact Radio and The State News. Monday through Friday, you will hear weather forecasts and top headlines focusing on Michigan State's campus, as well as the greater Lansing area. Today's weather forecast is predicting a partly cloudy day with some sun in there, with a high of 78 and a low of 58. For our first headline focusing on move-in weekend here at Michigan State, Along with countless boxes, mini fridges, and U-Hauls, Move-In Weekend brought a record number of first-year students to Michigan State's campus. With more than 9,800 students, the 2022 freshman class is the largest in MSU history. Michigan State administration has been preparing for the increase in students for months. With the high number of incoming students, several dorm rooms have been temporarily turned into transitional housing housing one extra person, either three people in what is traditionally a double, or five people in a quad. According to Senior Vice President Venny Gore, transitional housing is not a new accommodation at MSU. It has been used in the past few years and is usually broken down throughout the beginning of the semester. President Samuel Stanley Jr. said housing issues typically work themselves out, as students either don't arrive on campus or choose to leave early. Michigan State also reinstated a two-year live-on requirement last year. Provost Teresa Woodruff said the requirement has several academic benefits for students. What I saw in the data is that students who live on for two years are those that are most likely to complete their degree, Woodruff said. And it doesn't matter where you come from, in the United States or abroad, or what your major is, you just are more likely to succeed. According to Gore, the reinstated requirement is not impacting the need for transitional housing. Part of this is due to the number of exemptions second year and transfer students are able to apply for, including students who are over the age of 20, married, have veteran status, or are living in group housing. For our second headline focusing on city news, Michigan State Federal Credit Union has resolved a technical issue that prevented users from using their debit cards last Tuesday afternoon, according to the Lansing State Journal. Although some debit cards were working, some transactions were blocked starting at about noon Tuesday. The glitch was fixed around 5 p.m. MSU FCU's Chief Marketing Officer Deidre Davis told LSJ that an automated process failed and deactivated members' debit cards. All members' accounts are secure, and the glitch was not related to Monday's severe weather. For our last headline of the day, Michigan State relied on a wide variety of playmakers to seal a disquieting 35-13 win over Western Michigan. Things weren't exactly promising for Michigan State in the opening minutes. Two straight three-and-outs and some soft coverage from the secondary gave Western Michigan an early 3-0 lead. Michigan State's offense finally found its footing thanks to an unlikely source, freshman wide receiver Jeremy Bernard. In the first offensive snap of his collegiate career, Bernard corralled a high pass from quarterback Peyton Thorne and blitzed past the defender to the end zone. 
The Spartan defense forced another three and out, giving the red-hot offense another shot to extend the lead. Sophomore wide receiver Keon Coleman did just that, taking the top off the Broncos defense for his second career touchdown. Following the three straight touchdown drives, Michigan State's offense cooled down. Defensively, however, the Spartans smothered Western Michigan, holding the visitors to just three points at the half. Just a couple of plays after a 26-yard reception from Coleman, Jalen Berger raced through the Western Michigan defense for a 50-yard gain, immediately flipping field position. The Wisconsin transfer put an exclamation point on the drive by punching in a one-yard touchdown, making it 28-13 with just over six minutes left in the game. Just a few minutes later, redshirt junior wide receiver Trey Mosley's 43-yard touchdown stifled any chance of a Western Michigan win. Michigan State will go against Akron this Saturday, September 10th, right here at Spartan Stadium. Thank you for joining us for our first episode back of The State. Produced by the State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And we'll be back tomorrow with more.